it is a part of my armrest. <laughs> I didn't show you that? No. Jason cut out the whole side of the couch. Oh, great. I put my sub in it. <laughs> so when I make jokes like the sub is in my ass, which I'm sure has been <laughs> confusing to the listeners, uh, it's because it's literally right next to my right butt cheek. <laughs> Get a little butt massage. Oh, a little little butt massage. <laughs> this thing fucking slaps over here. It's fucking wild. Oh, well, you're back. Yes. How's your week been? It's been good. Good. Going back to school. Yeah, we, started that again. What are you going to school for? Well, I gotta get my diploma. Uh huh. So. For what? School. I know. What are you going to school for? I didn't graduate. Oh, that's what you're doing now? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That, may, that yeah. you meant like like online college. No. I was like, how many times are we going to go in the circle? <laughs> no, I didn't graduate, so I finally, after two years, was like, eh, time to go back. Yeah. I tried to get my GED a couple of times, and I failed the same. It's expensive. Is it? Yes. It's like $300. Good Lord. That's why I'm doing my diploma, because it's free. Oh, no. <laughs> it was like $25 a test when I did it. Yeah, it's like in total, like, because you have to take, like, practice tests. I think it's, like, four practice tests and then your four main tests. Like, it comes up to, like, $300. Fuck that. See, I'm not the greatest influence here, to be honest. Because on <laughs> just about every job application I've ever filled out, I've always put that I've had it. They don't ask? Nobody's ever asked. Oh. And I don't know. See, I think that might just be because of my fucking job. They're like, dude, you're a mechanic. Calm down. You don't need one. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like Probably. Uh, uh, yeah, fool, you don't need a fucking GED to work on your Volkswagen here. <laughs> You're fine. See, I'm trying to get into the medical field and they... That sounds ask. a little bit more important. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I can see why you might need one. Yeah. I mean, I see it as pointless, but whatever. I guess to go to college you have to have a diploma or GED. I mean... <laughs> I kind of agree, though. I don't think that yeah. what they teach you in school these days is fucking useful. Yeah, I know. It's never been useful. I was like, you guys couldn't teach me how to budget. That would have been cool. <laughs> Literally. Like, right out of high school? That would have been helpful. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, they just teach you to learn stuff from history of Because algebra is fucking helpful. I'm sure there's people that use algebra, so I'm sorry. But I fucking don't. Nor how no. I... No, I have never. C square. I don't Dude. Like, anything relevant for math for me would have been geometry. And guess who couldn't get there because I couldn't get through algebra? <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to play with shapes because you're not good with numbers. <laughs> okay, teacher. I Fuck. feel like it should be shapes than numbers. But. Pieces. Yeah, me too. Because when I do fucking work on, like, I do, like, cage work for, like, trucks and shit. Yeah. Guess who needs geometry? <laughs> no numbers. There's degrees. What grade did you drop out? I didn't drop out. Oh. That's the fucked up part. I went through all 12 years of school. Oh, you just didn't pass? So, my uh, the beginning of my senior year, I went to a, a school called, a, it was called a continuation. Mm-hmm. That's where all the, like, the juvies go. Oh. So, yeah, I went to school with like 50 gangbangers. Oh, great. But it's a school where like the help is one-on-one, and they basically like push your grades. Like as long as you're trying, then you're going to get pushed through. So I was like, fuck it, let's go. I'll get the help I need, maybe. If not, then I'll pass. So I got through my full senior my full senior year there, and then the school decided to close down. Great. I was only going to need another six months. 
and my high school was like, well, you can, you can come back, but provided you actually pass your classes, you're going to need a whole another year and a half minimum. That's stupid. I was like, no, I'm just going to go to work. <laughs> yeah, I dropped out like a month and a half into my senior year. I didn't know that. Yep. Son of a bitch. I regret it, but... I was gonna, that was my next question. I mean, I do regret it a lot, but life happens, I guess, and all that matters is I'm going back into it. You kind of got thrown a pile of shit towards your, your last three years or so. Yeah. So. Most definitely. I mean, like you said, as long as you're going to f- handle your shit, you know? Yeah. And the only reason why I was going to go back is because I tried joining the military and they said you need a diploma or GED and also I also didn't like, know that yeah well I was trying to go into the marines and my dad was like you can't handle it and I was like oh well thanks guess who's fucking going now pops <laughs> so then I was like army and then I was like maybe so it was, it was between army and navy that's pretty cool but then they set they set you up with like a program to get your diploma and it's way better than your GED, but I guess nowadays it's the same, so. Yeah, I don't, it's hard. You just pay for one. When I was like, when I just started working on it, when I was super young, mm-hmm. it was when they first started introducing all the online shit, and everybody was all skeptical, because they didn't know if like, you're, you're going to pay this company online for, you're going to pay them like 250 bucks and get what, a fake GED? Yeah, exactly. Like nobody knew anything, so, mm-hmm. but now I guess everything's fucking online. Yeah. So. Like, I don't have to go in and I can do it. And then, like you said, I think I think people gauge them as the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know. Yeah, because now, because usually, because back in the day, I guess, going into college, you had to have your diploma. But now they just equal it out. You just have to have your diploma or your GED. It's, like, equal now. And I'm like, it's better just to get your diploma because it's free. <laughs> right. I've noticed on... On all the applications, it says diploma or GED. Yeah, but then you have to be, like, a certain age. Like, you can't do it past 21. Hmm. So, I was like, oh, I have till I'm 21. And I'm like, but I want to get into the medical field right now. So, I guess I got to get my ass up and start doing it. <laughs> I wanted to do it for a long time just, like, because of my pride. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they make it feel like, well, if you don't get your diploma, you don't go to college. You're a failure. Yeah. Like, awesome. I just have my family hounding me about it so i'm like leave me alone fine i'll do it jesus nobody nobody (laughs) told me growing up how hard it was gonna be or all the requirements that i was supposed to have to go to the college i wanted to i wanted to go to asu forever really yeah and i feel like my my counselors were just like yeah sure okay little buddy (laughs) go on to class now (laughs) keep up your hopes and dreams right and then i finally get to my senior year and they're like there's no fucking way you're going to asu (laughs) i was like oh why am I here? What it just sucks because, like, when I was in high school, COVID started. Oh, so then fuck. it was just I didn't like think about that. Yeah, my COVID started my sophomore year of high school, and so and it carried out so long. So we didn't get any more homecomings. We didn't get any more proms. Damn, yeah. I did not think about that at all. Mm-hmm. I also don't think I realized that you were in high school that recently. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I could have put two in th- anyway. <laughs> it's fine. I don't, again, I didn't pass math. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. Numbers, not a thing that's sage. You know what else was, like, super disappointing was, uh, one of my uncles was a Marine, mm-hmm. and one of them was in the Air Force as a, 
a tank mechanic. Either a tank mechanic or a jet mechanic. I don't know. Some kind of wrench. So I was like, that would be super fucking cool. Yeah. I was like, that, I would fucking do that. Yeah. And also wasn't prepared for that response because I went to the, I went and talked to Air Force and they were like, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> like blatantly almost said, you're, you're too dumb. <laughs> to go to ROTC? No. Taking your ASVAB? No. But your grade's like, shit, you're not going to go. <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, the Marine guy was like, me? Me? I'm like, no. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Yeah, I also didn't pass my physical part of it, so. Oh, shit. I was like, there goes all my hopes and dreams. Sorry, Dad. Right. You guys keep stepping on my hopes and dreams. It's fine. I'll just lay down here. <laughs> I tried following in y'all's footsteps, but because my brother's not. <laughs> he's not? No. Well, no. now he can't because he has, like, Oh, he's all fucked up now. He has pins and screws, and he's had concussions, and apparently you can't go into the military if you've had concussions. For some reason, I don't believe that. Well, I was told no because I had brain surgery. I've met some pretty dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> Including some of my really good friends. Are you sure the military didn't make them dumb? No, I'm not. Actually, (laughs) you might be right. That might be part of it. Because military... Has a way with people? Yes. Yes. Good word choice. (laughs) Has a way. It's questionable. No, it's not a good one. It's not questionable. It's very definitive. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Well, that sucks. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. I remember... While we're talking about it, I just, like, remember feeling that disappointment, probably what you're feeling. Yeah. Not, you know, like I said, not not really having people to be realistically preparing you or being real with you at all and then finding out the hard way that it's not going to be good enough. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Like, that's why I just gave up. I was like, well, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just go find a job, I guess. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You guys suck. <laughs> I don't know what else to do, so... My mom was sick. I'm like, I'll just, Dad, I'll just go to work. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's at the point that I was. Right. You don't really know what else to do if nobody's going to lend a hand. I was like, fuck it, I'll just make money. This sucks so bad, and I keep drinking it. Oh, I feel like the, the watermelons. The yeah, punch? the watermelons giving me heartburn and shit. <laughs> and I'm trying to enjoy the Red Bull, and I'm fucking not. Sorry, I had to get that off my chest. I keep drinking it, and it's trash. I'm going to finish it, though. I'm almost done. Okay. Not right this second, because it's sweet. (laughs) The Hawaiian punch is kicking my ass, too. Add some cores to it. I'd... (laughs) Well. I mean, you've gone this far. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to figure it out. I'm not going to lie to you. It crossed my mind. (laughs) I just didn't put it out there. And you're like, yeah, try it. Fuck it. All right. 10-4. Hawaiian punch... Watermelon cures. <laughs> I need a fucking life, people. Can you tell? It's fine. I, I don't know it's, that it is. It. We've made it this far. Well, yeah. you've made it this far. Cheers, fuckers. Oh, it smells terrible. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> I'm undecided. But there's half a beer in there now, so it's got to go. <laughs> Just pug your nose and chug. No way, dude. <laughs> Not dying live on air. Oh, man. Well, that's shitty. Great. Mm. So, you get your diploma, you're going to go back to school for nursing? I feel like we went through this a little bit. Medical assistant, yeah. Medical assistant. We might have talked about it a little bit. Yeah, a little bit on the first episode mm-hmm. that I was on. Well, 
actually all that shit kind of kind of delves into something something else that I was kind of thinking about today. I, f- I was listening to uh, other podcasts, and um, they started talking a little bit about how over over some time, like once this heals a little bit, once some of those wounds close up just a little bit, you know, uh, you can. It's super difficult, uh, but if you're if you're possible, possibly able to uh, to kind of harness some of that negativity, and instead of let it bury you. If not, just for a little bit, because we all go through it. It's grieving, mm-hmm. you know. It's going to bury you for just a little bit. But climbing up out of that fucking hole and pulling off shit that nobody would have expected from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's kind of been something for me. Because I, 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 as, as time goes on and as I learn more and more about how my life actually was growing up. And I'm not talking about my life like my parents. I'm talking about, like, my surroundings, the neighborhood I grew up in, and just shit like that. Like, I didn't know how shitty it all was as a whole. Mm -hmm. And I come in contact with, like, people that I grew up with, and I there's a lot of fucking people that died from addiction. Mm -hmm. A lot of fucking people that I grew up with. Yeah. Like, we were in a trashy little fucking area, apparently. And my dumbass, just walking up and down the blocks, you know, like I didn't fucking know a goddamn thing. Never had interest in drugs. I never had an interest in doing any fucking harm. I was just... Yeah. And the more and more that I I learned about that kind of shit, I just like... I want to change that dynamic, like right now. I want to make sure that, that my son and whatever future kids I have don't grow up like that. Yeah, no. Because I even grew up in not the similar similar situation, but I had a friend who overdosed. And I know plenty of people who have addictions and never once did any type of drug cross my mind that, oh, I want to try that. Or, right. oh, I want to do that with you guys. like, Or if someone asked me, hey, do you want to try this with us? Like, it never crossed my mind to say yes. You know, it really sucks to say it like this, but I feel like for, for those two examples... What kind of helped probably you and I know for, for a fact helped me was unfortunately being able to see the bad mm-hmm. that everybody else put themselves through, including my family, and, and watching the bad unfold. And that, before I even had a fucking thought about it, put just a, a negative thought in my mind. Yeah. Like, well, uh, <laughs> she's drooling, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it just... That is one thing I am really thankful for. But on the other side of that coin, that shit makes me angry now. I'm not going to lie. It makes me super angry now that I'm so judgmental about it because I don't look at it now with some people. I don't see it as like a, like a disease or a situation because once it gets past a certain point, you know, it's really it's past being a choice. Yes. You know what I mean? And being able to differentiate that, I think, is important because there's people that, well, it's a fucking choice. It's their fucking fault. Yes, I agree. In -hmm. the beginning. In the beginning. But also, the opening sequence to all that, like, a good buddy of mine that just actually came back into the picture recently was hit by a drunk driver when he was, like, 20. Fucked his life up. Yeah. Fucked his back up. Guess what they fed him? Opiates. 
Mm-hmm. They shove painkillers down his fucking throat. So to this fucking day, he still fights with heroin. I don't know how the fuck he's not dead yet. <laughs> I really don't. I told him that the other day. I said, Wes, you know you should be dead right now. Yeah, that's my dad. When he got hit by the drunk driver, they still to this day, unfortunately, he has, like, he will be on them for the rest of his life. And thank God it's, I wouldn't say it's an addiction, but he can't live without them because of the pain. Right. And it is possible to have that balance. And I admire folks that can. Because I've seen, you know, I, I've never tried. I don't fucking want to try. Well, I, I want to say, I'll sit here and tell you right now and be stubborn, and I'll, I'll tell you I'll deal with the pain, but I'm talking out of my ass. Yeah. I've never been in that much pain. It's, it gets to a point where it just, you need to know when to stop and how to stop. And unfortunately, you get too addictive, and then you try and stop, and then the come down is even worse. Yeah, and they don't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, from what I've seen, why the fuck would you? When you're fed a certain solution forever, and then you're like trying to fix it on your own, you can't. And not that it compares to anything, but even like when I quit nicotine last year, I was sick for a week. I would say it's all kind of relative. It all your body has to decipher what changes are happening and why. Because any type of nicotine is an addiction. Right. And any addiction you try and come down, there's, it's always worse. You get sick. Withdrawals are terrible. It. Well, with any true addiction, there's a dependency mm-hmm. on a mental or physical or both. Yes. On on all those levels, and you don't realize it until you try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And that's when you get fucked. Yeah, because for a week I was super sick and then I was a complete bitch. <laughs> but then I got over it. It's like, I'm fine. Did you know um, alcohol is one of the things that you can't just cold turkey? Mm-hmm. It will literally, it could literally kill you. Really? Because your body de- develops such a dependency to it hmm. that if you, if you are, s- if it, it is so bad and you try to just cold turkey, it can literally kill you with a withdrawal. Hmm. Didn't know that. And it's the only fucking thing that's legal to buy. Well, (laughs) except for weed, but... And nicotine, but like... You know what I mean? I don't think you can get that far with nicotine. That's bizarre to me. You can buy this shit and it can kill you that quickly? (laughs) I'm like, wow. You guys are prioritizing great. Yeah. I mean... I try not to get addicted to stuff because on my dad's side, it's kind of in my blood. Mm. With addiction, with drugs and alcohol, I lost my grandmother to it. And that's why I'm like, my family's just scared that I'm going to continue to just keep doing it as a pain relief. And I think it's important that you recognize that. Well, that's a very adult thing to say because not a lot of people would. No, I, I tell everybody every, like every time I'm drink every time I drink, I'm like, I'm not going to drink a lot. I'm not going to drink a lot because it's in my blood, alcoholism. And I don't want to end up like my grandmother. And you have you have mentioned it in the past that you just don't feel like it. And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't I don't care. But sometimes I'm like, well, why? I don't get it. I love drinking. <laughs> oh, I love drinking too. But but no, that's more. Impo- it's it's much more important that you can recognize that you need to not. And I think that that's huge. Yeah. I would support that a hell of a lot more than I would support drinking. So, 
So you're already kind of dabbling, and I and I think it's <clears throat> the earlier that you can uh, start changing the dynamic of things and start changing your life to be a different ending, mm-hmm. you know, than what everybody, what every other generation has. I think that's, I think that's what we're supposed to be doing, you know. Yeah, recognition has been a big part of it. Like I, I started having a problem when I almost lost my dad. And I would just go out and just get blacked out every single weekend with my friends. And then it got to a point where I hung around the wrong group of people who hung out with my dad's girlfriend's daughter. And they snitched me out. So I was grounded for a month. And I was like, well, I can't drink, so I might as well get sober. So I was sober for about three months. And... I didn't get drunk after that. I mean, I got drunk, like, once in a while, but it wasn't as bad as I used to. And then, like, a couple, I'd say, like, last year really hit me again, and I started drinking heavily again, and I've kind of calmed down a bit. I've kind of just realized that alcohol doesn't always hide your pain. It's more of a mental state. That you think it does, but it really doesn't. No. Everybody calls it a fucking band-aid or, or the numb or whatever you want to call it, but it, it really just makes everything worse. Yeah. So, there's no doubt about that. I think anybody who questions that might otherwise have an issue. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. But, that's not for me to say right now. But, um, 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 Fuck. Had something all lined out, and I forgot. Oh, I brought that up a little bit, because the other side of uh, the whole the whole conversation was being able to, to harness lessons and to be able to harness the things you need to be doing correctly and in a positive way and use it as motivation, shit like that. Uh, the other side of that, when it rears its fucking face is nasty and it's not a good place for people to be when they when they take these these speed bumps in life and take them as a negative and and decide that retaliation or you know mm-hmm. something like that is going to be the the correct passage um that's why I think it's so important that when people get so upset over over things that happen in life whether they be positive or negative and you know they just they just assume that something or somebody's out to get them and that's how they're going to be it's just going to be negative and yeah um without thinking you kind of take that energy and you put it you put it into other things that you're doing in your life and it promotes more negative if i were to take my mom getting sick as a teenager and just be pissed off at the rest of the world because I was pissed that something took my mom from me. Mm-hmm. Or if you were to do the same thing, like, with your dad, you know, it's just, you get, you know, you, you think about the long term and you're going to spend countless years just throwing life and effort and time wasted. Yeah. And it's, again, I can't, I can't say it enough, but I was a little late. You seem to have a better handle on things at an early age. Yeah. Yeah, because it. I didn't get to it till my 30s, so don't fucking do that. <laughs> but I spent a lot of time not understanding, and with that, 
not understanding part of it, I felt like in my time of trying to figure things out, I would just shut people out. Yeah. I spent a lot of time bottling things up and shutting people out. But I don't really know. I didn't really know how else to go about it. Yeah, I try not to. I try not to bottle up anymore. I. I used to do therapy and everything, and I just don't like talking to strangers about my problems. That's my big thing, and I was getting juggled between a couple different therapists and two at the same time, and it's just, it just got, it's very overwhelming. That's why I kind of shut that aspect of my life out. I don't, I don't go to therapy anymore. I don't take meds anymore. Um, I try and, I'm trying to handle it myself so I can teach my brother that if he ever goes down this road, which he's bound to, I mean, he has a pretty good life, but his accident really messed him up. So I want him to realize that you don't have to go to a stranger for advice. You can talk to your friends. You can talk to your family. You don't have to take meds for it because I was on meds for a very long time because of it. But my biggest thing now is I'm getting older. I want to show my brother that you don't have to depend on therapy or meds to be okay again. You, he has a very, very solid support system behind him, and I do now. So, I just don't want him to go down the path that I did. And I remind him every year of school, don't drop out like me. His friends are always like, "Oh, let's drop out, drop out with me, Dama, Mommy." Don't. Fuck that. Don't drop. Don't don't be like me. Fuck that. And dropping out is not the worst thing I could have done. It's not. But. It's still a life lesson that I want my brother to see and take from and just finish school. It's The shitty part is is, is the long-term effect with that one. You, you don't know what your decisions are going to land for you in 10 years. Exactly. You don't know who the fuck you're going to be by the time you're fully matured. You know, when you finally start blossoming as, as a true, what's supposed to be independent adult... You know, you start heading up there. It I it, it, t- it took me almost until I was, I think I was like 28 to decide that I wanted to try and become a cop. Guess what you need to become a cop? A GED or a diploma. And uh, it's, it's just that it's just, you just don't know what the long term has in store for you. And there's no, I, there's literally no way that you can say that to somebody, like somebody that's like your brother's age, mm-hmm. and them understand it. Yeah. There's just not, and that's the shittiest part about it. Is as much as we want to preach, and try and be ahead of that curve. Sometimes life just has to play its game. Yeah, they they think it, they think you're just trying to nag at them and just lecture them. Yep. Mhm. And I'm sure it's the same way with your kid. You try and... I mean, he's way younger than my brother, but you still try and teach him young, and it's like they just think you're lecturing them, and it's like we're not trying to lecture you. We're just trying to yeah, make you understand the struggles and obstacles that we went through, and we don't want you to go down those paths. The, the most optimum outcome would be for a situation to be placed in somebody's lap that you've given advice and then be able to navigate through it the way that you suggested. Mm-hmm. But possibly in the best possible way and it just 
hardly ever plays out that way. Unfortunately, yes. When you're when you're learning and becoming who you're supposed to be, you just have to mold yourself. Mm-hmm. So. Because there's plenty of times that I wish I would have just fucking listened. Yeah. I, I used to define my mom like it was my job. <laughs> Sager, be careful. Don't do that. <laughs> okay. Smack. <laughs> mom. <laughs> my hand's bleeding. You didn't listen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's at, that's, about right. that's like the most simple example that I can give you. But you can use that in any regard you want. Nikki, don't drink too much. You're not going to feel good the next morning. Oh, yep. Too late. Mom. Mm-hmm. I'm hungover. <laughs> Guess you didn't listen. <laughs> oh, man. You know, as I... Uh, as I go through kind of all these, these episodes and I'm starting to hear different perspectives and different understandings and shit like that. One of the things that I'm trying to... I'm trying to uh, listen to myself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I have a... Uh, we've I've talked about this on past episodes, but I have a little bit of a reputation. People understand that I don't lie, for example. I don't bullshit. Yeah. And evidently, according to people, that comes off like a little bit of an asshole sometimes. Um, it's fair. But I do recognize that sometimes that non-sugarcoating verbiage... Well, that was a big word. <laughs> I'll just float out, you know? Um, kind of comes off like a just... I've shut people down, and you can see it, you know? If you're, yeah. if you're paying attention, you can kind of see, like, the disappointment. You're like, oh. And I recognize that that was a dickhead thing to say. So one of the things that I've tried a little bit harder to work on, especially with my son, because he, he's a extremely expressive little boy, just <laughs> like me. Yes. Um, you, can, you can read this, the conversation by, you know... The expressions, the tone, the facial expressions, fucking mm-hmm. everything. So when that happens, I'm trying to figure out how I can turn that back around. Yeah. In the nicest way possible. I don't fucking know how. Yeah. I'm trying to teach myself how to do this is not working. I've definitely, like, after the life event I went through last at the end of last year... I've been super, super straightforward with people, mm-hmm. and they don't like it. And I'm like, and I constantly remind people, I'm not trying to be a bitch. I'm just trying. I just am done sugarcoating shit. It's it doesn't get you anywhere. It doesn't get it doesn't get anybody anywhere. Oh, uh, it it doesn't, and that's that's kind of a part of um, what we talked about a little bit. When you say you're not bottling things up anymore. I, I had to train myself not to do that, mm-hmm. and it took it took me almost again until I was almost thirty to not do that because I used to bottle shit up so bad that I would just get upset in bursts, and mm-hmm. like ninety fucking problems would come out, yeah, and nobody would know what was going on. I'm like, I don't even know why I'm pissed off right now. <laughs> yeah, but I finally just got to a point where I told myself like, you're not gonna lie about shit no more. If you if you don't agree with something, then you're gonna say it. Yeah, exactly. Don't have to be a fucking dickhead about it, but you're not gonna 
just not going to agree to shit you don't want to do. You don't mm-hmm. want to say. It doesn't matter. And I, like you, people don't like it. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm supposed to coddle you because it makes you feel better. No. What about my fucking my health? Because yeah. I'm gonna die inside. <laughs> literally. And I I now I literally. It's not even my choice anymore. If somebody asks me about something that they want my opinion about, my face usually speaks before my words. I can attest to that. Oh. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. So, that is how far that's gone. But I don't, I don't want, I would rather somebody be mad at me for telling them the truth for, for 12 hours than me lie to them and put them in a situation that lasts for 12 years. Yep. And exactly. And it's like... I don't know. Uh, I mean, that is not something I'm going to change ever. No. It's some it's something you shouldn't have to change. I just need to figure out how to word it better sometimes. I will definitely agree with that. Yeah. I feel like everybody is like that though. It's like we we've known one way for so long and you're trying to fix it and the roller coaster to fix it is not always an easy roller coaster. And I was going to say, on top of that, they don't fucking tell you when you're growing up, but there ain't no fucking trainer for any of this. No. No, no, no. You're not getting paid for training. <laughs> <laughs> you get to figure out how to do it on your own and hope that you get to keep your job. Well. I wish there was like a... I don't know how I still have my job, but I do. A life guide. <laughs> I do too. How to do some stuff that right. you don't know what the fuck, how to handle it, or... They need to have, like, a book where there's, like, a shit ton of scenarios, and it just breaks it down for you and just tells you how to handle it. I bet <laughs> Like you this, an adult. I bet you this is a real thing, but the dummies guy do adulting. <laughs> I'm sure it's a real book. You know what? We got a computer in front of us. We're going to figure it out right now. And I might just buy one. The Dummy's Guide to Adulting. Have you never seen those line of books? No. I'm guessing by your reaction. It's a whole line of books. Like, there's the, there's the Dummy's Guide to... I don't know. You can use anything. <laughs> They're fucking everywhere. To starting a business. To adulting. Yeah. This is like black and yellow books. Yep. See? Oh! Yeah. It's hey, on Amazon. Look at that, folks. <laughs> 17 bucks. you got your handbook. Unfuck your adulting. <laughs> How to adult. There's a lot of fucking books. Oh, my God. Adulting made easy. That's I, a lie. Do you think any of these actually fucking work? I feel like we should test them and then come back on another episode and re- do, like, a review. Well, if anybody wants to send us some guides to adulting, I think it would be appropriate for this episode. <laughs> Much needed. Hmm. Adulting 101 checklist. Well, I think 101s, we're a little bit past that. <laughs> we're a little far invested in this fucking shit. <laughs> For the 101. Oh, I'm glad we established that. Well, now we know it's possible. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Like I said, that, that the black sign, they make... What's that say? Adult life for dummies? Or life for dummies? I don't know. They make they make those for fucking everything. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I mean, not that anybody reads books anymore. Amazon, here I come, I guess. Amazon, bitches. Adulting for beginners. Hell yeah. Well, I guess I'll... I'm considered a, a beginner. 
I don't know where I'd be at. Like, I'd like to say that I got some kind of situation that seems to be doing okay. But then again, there's some days, like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> no. The whole thing sucks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, speaking of adulting, this is kind of off-color, but we're going to go down this. <laughs> um, one of the things I always think about, especially with the way, like, TikTok is and shit, you see... For one, what the fuck? Why, why does TikTok... <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that. I got to take that out. Why do social media platforms... I got to figure out how to word this before I get myself in trouble. <laughs> I don't think I should go down this road. So let's start off with a different road, and maybe you'll catch my drift. Um, I firmly believe that if you're capable of, of walking and talking and using all your appendages and doing everything that you need to, you can run, right? Yeah. In theory. In theory, yes. Yeah. Figure out which knee hurts. <laughs> um, or if my back's going to... Hold me up. <laughs> Have you seen, like, disabled people accomplish what they want to be doing? Yes. Like, fuckers in wheelchairs? Yeah. Yeah, it's bullshit. I'm like... <laughs> so, if that asshole can go down the biggest fucking vert ramp I've ever seen in a wheelchair... <laughs> yes, I'm talking about the guy from Nitro Circus. <laughs> or, if they can play basketball better than I can, or bowl, <laughs> or whatever the fuck the case may be. I saw there's, there's guys that shoot archery with their toes... <laughs> There's people I've that, seen guys paint with their toes. Right. I, I like Glendale glitters. I can't paint in general. <laughs> no. I can't draw I can draw maybe a stick figure and it's not gonna be even. No, yeah. My stick figure is not legitimate. But if these guys can somehow or another accomplish their dreams being that fucked up, then I feel like in light of everything else that we've talked about, we have zero reason to not. And I'm not even saying you have yeah. to be a fucking pro athlete. I'm not. But you may as well take a chance doing something you love and failing. I mean, what? I go by, if there's a will, there's a way. Well, they found they found the cheat code <laughs> for the will. <laughs> and I wish they would share. Because if they can do it, we can do it. Like, I... Like you said, we have no excuses. That's 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 the thing. It's just like we, you can't think outside the box for two seconds to, to get something that you want to get done. Then I don't feel bad for you. Oh God, he's shaking again. <laughs> I still need to give you your own little fucking montage. Not while you're staring at the <laughs> ceiling. Oh doodle. Dude. <laughs> Are you? I think he's broken today. He's staring at... Oh, his ear's bothering him, that's why. Yeah. He's staring at the ceiling. <laughs> Soon. Maybe after this I'll make Puppy his own little montage. Does that help? No? But... It's one of the things I try and think about day to day. Yeah. It's really... Exhausting. Most definitely. But we really like have zero reason. If you can think for yourself, like I said, and you can you can do whatever you need to do and you can take care of yourself, then there's no reason that you shouldn't be at least trying to do something that you love and trying to do something that you want to do. Yeah, because I know a buddy who 
he's in a wheelchair and he his parents gave him the option either I take care of you for the rest of your life or you get the fuck up or not like mm-hmm. not get the fuck up no like, no no but go do get your out shit. and do what the fuck you want to do right and he's do he he ropes seven horses a day see that bullshit <laughs> yeah he's he's fucking amazing and I don't know if you know Amberly Schneider that barrel racer who's paralyzed no well she was in a really bad accident where she was thrown from her vehicle and she was paralyzed mm-hmm. and she's she still barrel races to this day didn't stop her she won the all-american in texas and she had this special saddle made for her where it's a seatbelt that goes goes across her waist and then holds her thighs and then her her calves like to her horse mm-hmm. and he went to the same person that made hers and he does not let his accident when he was younger defy the rest of his life he that's why i look at him i'm like come on like just fucking do it see this is this is where i do become an asshole this is this is where i will say some offensive shit to get somebody to fucking take the right step um because if they can find the want and will to get out of bed every fucking day, barely get out of bed, for mm-hmm. that matter, and they can still accomplish the shit that they want to do, regardless of how hard it is. If one of my if one of my friends, quote unquote friends, or one of some somebody I know tells me, uh, fuck, I want I want to make music. I want to learn how to play the guitar. I want to something reasonable. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, then why don't you do it? Yeah. I can help you. I don't know how to either, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> if you want to do it, we can do it. It's like, no, no. Just, just the excuses start flowing. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm like, you're a fucking pussy. <laughs> Something I've always wanted to do. Then fucking do it. Yeah. Tomorrow you're going to be older. Yeah. So that's when I. It doesn't get easier. That's when I start drawing the line. And that's why we're sitting in here. Yeah. Because I fucking took something by the reins that I had no fucking idea about. <laughs> it, took, it took me, like, two fucking years. But I'm figuring it out. Yeah. I'm going to do some shit that I want to do, even if I fail. But So I can say that I fucking tried. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. Any of you motherfuckers that can walk and talk. And, Mom, you're damn close to it. <laughs> I'm about to not feel bad about your sickness. No, I'm totally kidding. I love you. <laughs> she's, she's fucking walking now. That's good. After... 17 years, she finally kicked herself off morphine and took herself off, like, a fat amount of drugs, and she can finally fucking walk again. That's awesome. Takes a walker. She sounds like a freight train coming down the goddamn trailer. (laughs) But she can walk now. So. That's good. That's awesome. Yep. That mental will is a big thing for me. Being able to be open-minded and think for yourself is a big thing for me. It takes. It takes a lot. It takes a lot. It takes most people. It takes a very, very big life event to just kick you in the ass and just. I know, and I fucking hate it. Yeah, but you're right. You have to go through that pain, and it's yeah. like you're sitting there, and it's like, damn, I just went through that, but that just pushed me to be a better person. It just pushed me to accomplish it and do what I want to do because mm-hmm. sitting around, not doing anything, not working. Just hanging out with friends and partying all the time doesn't it? It's not going to be like that forever, and it's not going to get you anywhere. 
You know what I say, like, in regards to, like, shit like that? You can you can do all the bullshit that you want to do, but my feeling is, if you're handling your shit, then you can do what the fuck you want to do. Yeah. But if you're not handling your shit, and you're just fucking off, then I don't feel like you deserve it. Yeah. But if you're going to... Yeah, if you're gonna handle all your shit, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. I don't. And that was me for a while. And it's it's a really hard thing, you know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I've been perfect because I'm pretty sure I fucking wasted ten years <laughs> from my twenties. I don't know what happened. <laughs> well, they gone. She all the way gone because I don't fucking remember a damn thing. No, I'm kidding. I remember some cards that I had. <laughs> of course. But I'm ashamed of it. But that's why I hit the ground running when I started figuring shit out. It's like, it's time to go. My 19th year has kicked me in the ass. Yeah, I don't, I'm fucking jealous that you're going to have those 10 years to do shit you want to do. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> might still have to do you guys. Little, might still have to do a little bit more molding, but that's okay. Yeah, my 19th year, like, after I turned 19, like... The past eight months... Mm, the past year has just been a fucking blur. Well, yeah, you've you've been doing a lot of recovering. Yes, so lots to speak. of recovering. So you're 20 now. Almost. No, almost. Okay, I don't remember. I'm yeah. sorry. Social media handles all these numbers for us now. <laughs> yeah. So now I don't know phone numbers, birthdays, <laughs> nothing. Facebook tells, oh, okay, it's James, it's his birthday. Yeah. I'm finally figuring it out after a long road, but I'm getting there. Well, that's all that's important. You're doing it a lot earlier than a lot of people want to. Yeah. So. For, I was going to say, for, for anybody anybody listening, why am I stuttering so bad? <laughs> eh, 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 eh. I do stutter every once in a while, which is terrible. <laughs> do the shit at work, too. <laughs> Try and make a sentence and... <laughs> Like it backfires. I'm like I'm, I'll be back. Rewind. Yeah, give me two fucking minutes. I'll come back with English. <laughs> it's my fault. It's amazing that I'm so well worded on here most most of the time. There are some moments that I had, but it's okay. For anybody listening, um, this would be a prime example of you know somebody that's trying to handle their shit and get it together as quickly as they can, knowing as little as they have. But working with what you got, you know, and I think that's something to be admired. So if there's any young listeners listening, um, just know if you're working with what you got and you're trying your hardest, and that's all you can do. You're not alone. You're not fucking alone. So don't let anybody tell you that, by the way. No, because I figured out that I wasn't alone. And in certain events, you you figure out your real people and you know that. When you go through some shit, and I won't start now, because I don't know how much time we have, but... All the time in the world. Okay. Well, I'm going to stop beating around the bush. So, last year, I got pregnant, and I lost the baby, and it shut me down. And that's when I started really getting close to certain people, and... They have been there for me through everything, Sage being one of them. Um, And 
after I got pregnant, I was like, all right, well, I need to do this for my kid because I don't want to show my kid the wrong thing and them grow up and think that it's okay. So I started getting my stuff together and when I lost the baby at eight weeks, I just shut down and I quit school again, quit working and it's come to show me that just because you face life events like that, you can't cut everything out of your life. You have to just keep pushing because it's not the only thing that's going to happen in your life and it's not the only chance you're going to get to be a parent. And I was young and it just shows that life throws you curveballs, but God only gives you challenges that he knows that you can handle. I like that. I do like that. Um, I couldn't even imagine the roller coaster of emotions, you know, being, <clears throat> I say it in a positive manner, but just being so young and still kind of having your emotions already being fucked with. Yeah. Just trying to grow up a little bit and then having, having that wave of excitement and scared and fucking everything that comes with it. And then probably finally accepting it, embracing it, right back into shit. Yep. You're like, fuck. And now I know why people, like, wait to tell the world. There's probably a lot of reasons. anything can happen at any time. Like, I told my parents because I finally, last year, I finally came to the conclusion that I can't keep hiding stuff from my parents that... I'm an adult, and if they can't accept it, then so be it. But and That's definitely a big part of it. I wanted that support through the entire thing, so that's why I told my parents as soon as I found out. Mm-hmm. And they were so excited, and it broke my heart. I think it broke my heart more that my mom was finally going to get a grandchild, and my dad was finally going to get a grandchild that he could be a part of their life. Your dad was pretty fucking excited. He was super fucking excited. He posted right the second he <laughs> found out. And my mom's like, all right, Grandpa, calm <laughs> down there. <laughs> Relax. But. Oh. oh, shit. It is definitely a big life lesson. And that's why now I'm getting into the medical field. Because I want to help families who are going through what I went through. Or families who are having children premature and I want to be able to help and give that lesson and share stories so they know that they are not alone and that they have people even the people who are taking care of their children they know what they're going through man see and that's exactly kind of what we were talking about in the beginning it was just being able to take a situation and finding finding some want from it and being able to harness it and make the best of it. Um, you take some of some of your desire from it and make a positive from it like that. That's an amazing. It's an amazing choice to make. I dwelled on it for a while, but then I, everybody was like, dwelling on it is not going to get you anywhere. It's not going to get you graduated. It's not going to get you into medical school. It's not going to get you anywhere in life. It's Everybody says, my mother 
still to this day says it was a blessing in disguise because of everything that followed it it was just it it was just too much i would say i would say that i agree to to some of that because there was surrounding circumstances that were fixed because of that mm-hmm. but See, it's an amazing thing to be able to take something like that and not just hold on to it and be fucking pissed about it. Yeah. You know? Now you can you can share with other people who feel like they're alone and maybe, I mean, I mean, really, as far as those circumstances go and the things that surround it and some of the things that happen to the women that go through that, you literally might just save a life. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's really, truly what it comes down to is... The symptoms that follow some of those circumstances are absolutely terrible. And that's where you're on track. If you can really do it, you might just fucking save a life. Yeah. it. Like I said, it's not worth dwelling over. Just know you're not alone. And if you ever need to talk, there's multiple people you can reach out to. Mm-hmm. Sage... Say so just tag everybody on this podcast. If you ever need to reach out to me, you're more than welcome to. I may be young, but when you're young and you go through stuff like that, it just matures you and it makes you realize that life's not always what everybody makes it seem like. And just, you're not alone. Nope. Talk to anybody. And, uh... To just expand a little bit more on what you just said. That's what we were, we were talking about a little bit before we started this was uh, the idea behind this is, like you said, if if there is somebody that you do want to talk to that's here that makes you feel less alone or that makes you feel like you might be able to connect with them, then by all means, uh, comment on any one of the uh, platforms you're listening on or email info at gmail.com. And uh, the appropriate party will be reaching out. It'll probably be me in the beginning, but I'll get, I'll get you hooked up. Yeah. So we're all here, and I think that's a, an amazing way to end that. So that's perfect. That's you're our, not alone, guys. That's our purpose here, because you're not fucking alone. And if you're fucking alone, you're really not fucking. <laughs> Sorry, that was <laughs> terrible ending speed bump, but I had to throw it in there. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. We love you.